Spoiler alert, we spoil some movies in this show. Uh, specifically, I think we spoiled Get Out a yes. bit. Um, so definitely should watch that or, or skip this if you, if you haven't watched it yet. And then we somehow spoiled Kong, yes. Skull Island. I, yeah, you know. And Andy also spoiled the ending of Star Wars Rebels, which I apologize to its countless viewers. Shut yes. up. It, everybody so, watches it. you've been warned. Yes. Popcorn munchers. <laughs> okay, so I just looked it up. Apparently Jordan Peele's new movie, Get Out, cost less than $5 million to make and made $140 million in box office. Tyler, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, just looking up uh, top uh, athletic bachelors. <laughs> Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to Enjoy the Show, Roosty's little movie show about where we talk about, you know, what makes movies and TV so great. Yeah. And we also bother Andy by not making the letters. That on that's why we don't get views, John, because the shit like that doesn't fly. Like, it's right. not even centered. Right. There's that's why, a that's, lot of reasons we don't get views. That's why no one's watching this show. That's why. That's exactly why. I'm so glad you were on the show to be able to point that out. <laughs> um, uh, today, I am John, <laughs> and this is... Andy. And I got... Uh, good to be back! Good to be back! Good to be back. See, Happy I got to be here. nothing planned this week. Happy to be here. You have nothing planned this I week? I got nothing planned. I don't even know what we're talking I about. I am hate you. drinking this weekend. That's yeah, all I have. That has nothing to do with you the You do movies. that every night, though. I do. How is it different? <laughs> Tyler, what movies are we talking about this week? Uh, we're going to be talking banana uh, about week. horror movies. Yeah, specifically what kind of horror movies? We're talking about uh, low-budget horror movies, which... Yeah are the best horror movies. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. What prompted that was uh, saw Get Out. You saw Get Out. I loved Get Out. You saw Get Out. All of America has seen Get Out. A lot of people. It's, it's been very successful. A Jordan... lot of honkies have seen Get Out, and then they've been going back to their houses and not coming out because they're afraid of what people think of them. I don't think so. Why, we're we're why in Trump America. Say, people are fine. I was <laughs> right about the black people. In? I was right in, about the, oh, and get out. There you go. I was right about the black people, everyone. I knew it the entire time. You did. I, I told you before. Because I saw the movie before you. Yeah, and I told you, I said, the black people are the white people, and the white people are the black people. And somewhere in there, I was right. Yeah. Spoiler. Black people are white people. I think we'll have to put that at the beginning of the show, is that we are going to spoil Get Out. That's the movie we'll spoil for the Basically, the movie is about Oreos, because that's, it's, it's in there. Yeah, the black it really and the is. White, it's Oreo the movie. It's the white guy and the black guy. But what, um. He has to fuck that Old woman. Yeah, he does. <gasps> the one guy. That was such a sad moment. This Made my dick shoot out my ass the opposite the, direction. When the flash went off and his face changed to the like the realization, yeah. and it was that first real raw. Oh man. And now it's know. turned into a meme and like. Uh, has it, it? Oh my god, it's been hilarious. His face has turned into a meme, and then uh, what's her face? Who does an no, awesome job no, as the maid, no, as the, no, the crying. No. Oh, man. Oh, so that movie so was good. all about really, really intense single tears. Yes, yeah. Um, so, great thing about Get Out and why we're going to talk about it today is that not only is it a good movie, it's a great movie. Yeah. But it um, got me to look into Bloomhouse Productions a little bit more. Bloomhouse is a fairly new production studio. They also did Split, which also got my interest in their, in their production company. And I looked through and realized that their... Although they're a newer production company, they've been making movies for a while now. It's like, like 2005 or something? Yeah, so one of their it's first like 10 years plus. big breakout it's 12 hits. years, actually. Good job, though. You tried. I, I said plus. <clears throat> oh, there you so go. you added on the two, motherfucker. Yeah, actually, their, their first breakout Man. hit was uh, Paranormal Activity. And the first one? Yeah, and back in uh, 2009, actually. Wow. Uh, but they've been making movies since 2006. You ever film yourself having sex? 
No, don't ever want to see that again. I'm just saying. It happened. That's bad enough. I know it's not what paranormal activity like set up. But that's what I was thinking the whole time. Well, like, there's like ghosts. There's ghosts. Sex and rape and stuff. Um, yeah. No, there's no happen? ghost rape in paranormal activity. There's ghost rape in the the spoof of it that was in <laughs> yeah. scary movie. Yeah, scary movie. A uh, scary movie. Yeah. There is ghost rape in that. Uh, I'm not laughing that about the too? rape, by the way. Huh? Is Charlie Sheen on that one too? In the scary movie? Yeah, that's the one where Anna Faris was like, even my standards aren't that low. First scary movie, five. What's whatever. the name of the girl in scary movie that um, runs in the sprinklers, takes her clothes off? Oh, uh, the first one? yeah, it's a Denise Richards. No, it wasn't Denise Richards. Yeah, it was. Pretty sure it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Um, it was the it was the chick who made the like the the fitness, huh? Carmen Electra. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, Denise oh, Richards okay. married Charlie Sheen, so that's on her, man. Okay. Um, but we're but uh, I used to get that Electra mixed up with the Daredevil Electra, even though it's a character's name. I'll be honest with you. For like years, they missed out on that. Jennifer one. Jennifer Connor just doesn't do it for me. I will buy your credit card, but I will not sleep with you. Oh, that's right. She sells credit cards. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so she needs money. <laughs> Paramount yeah, activity. Ben Affleck left. Yeah. Wait, what'd she get his money from? No, him? she got plenty of money. She got to get half of that shit. No, no matter what, doing those uh, those that's credit card commercials. That's why went back to rehab. Like doing those credit card commercials, that's where the money is. Oh, like yeah. the money is not in the feature films. The money is in the commercials. Flow is loaded. Yeah. Progressive. She got money. If you're like a spokesperson for like any kind of so insurance, I want to Verizon guy. I kind of want to hay bang her. Like I don't like Flow. Yeah, I don't like her, but I Verizon guy. He switched over to Sprint. No, he still did a Verizon commercial oh, recently. He's doing Sprint, he's motherfucker. Where have you been at? He, he Is he like just going to go around? Can you hear me now? He's like, you cut on that fucking shitty Verizon, but you can't on Sprint because they pay me now. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. That's yeah. what America's turned into. Fucking sell job. Bunch of posers. The guy literally switched to Sprint. So Get Out was a great movie. Yeah, but oh, yeah. What, what it made me look into was that <laughs> Bloomhouse has this great um, business structure where they make a ton of of low-budget, what a lot of people call B-movie horror films mm-hmm. that cost nothing to make, but make like 10 to 20 times their budget almost every time. And for every flop they have in their like filmography, they have 10 other movies to make up for it. More, even one movie will make up for 10 flops of theirs. So for me, I don't think that's, a, that's that shocking because that's where the horror genre was birthed, is in low budget because it's smart production companies and smart people that know you don't need big budget productions and huge practical effects. It's all about the, the scaring and the terrifying, the psychological that really gets to you. It's not the big old slasher, it's the mind games me behind it. Because I want to fucking kill you sometimes. <laughs> but like, you, you right. talk about Halloween. That was for under like $325,000. Well, before you same. go through it more, more... Do you want me to save that? Yeah, because we have a little okay. game. Patrick got together some, um, Patrick and the boys got together some uh, movies. Patrick and the boys, the name of his Patrick band. and the boys, nice. Patrick and the boys. <laughs> I liked your little flair there, Patrick. Patrick and the boys. Patrick and the boys. Um, I'd go see that shit. I would. Um, stage show coming to RTX this year. Uh, they got together some horror films mm-hmm. and got their budgets, and we're going to guess how much money these movies made. So it's like The Price is Right. Yeah. If you go over, you lose. But yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Go okay. over, you lose. Um, what's our first one? Psycho. Oh. Oh, Psycho. The original Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, not Vince. Every Long. Hollywood hated this film. They did not want it made. Okay, so eight hundred seven thousand um, dollars. Not a lot of money. Uh, maybe a good amount during that. Well, so we're guessing how much they made. Domestic box office. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go five million. You. One dollar, Bob. I'm gonna go. You fucker! Uh, <laughs> five million and one. <laughs> Boom! Whoa! Oh I, no! Wait, I don't win. You no, don't you win. 
I win. And he was so excited. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. not how the game works. Okay, I'm going to make this rule. You win, and you have to be the first one to guess the next round. That's absolutely fine. Okay. I knew that one had to be million. 32 million, million yeah. off of 807,000. That's a lot. That's that's back in the 1960, I believe, is that when, when Psycho came out? That's insane. That's that's a, what's that's the inflation on that now? Ton. It's a great yeah. film, though. Still stands up. Yeah. Like the just the shooting, that way they shot it. One of the Still first movies up. that blew Americans' minds, uh, minds was uh, it was the first movie to show a toilet. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Such a weird... among other things, also a man being his mother. Yeah. But America was like, ah, we don't give a shit about that. Toilet? What? Yep. What's next? A black guy? Oh my God. That was 1960s racist America. <laughs> Star Wars had their first that toilet was 1960s two weeks ago. racist Tyler. He'll be showing up later on in the show. Uh, what's I was the next right about the black people. Well, shut up. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm glad I didn't give this away. $15,000 uh, budget. $15,000 for Paranormal Activity, the very first one. Yeah. How much did it make? $86 million. I'm going to say $109 million just above, above uh, Andy, because yeah. I know it was more than that. Because we put it out there. $108 million. We put it out there before. Oh, did we? I got it. Yeah. I thought I it made win. more than that. I could have sworn it made like something in like the 200 Okay, well, it's the facts. Oh, worldwide. That's yeah. what I saw. Okay, so domestic. This is You're domestic. Right. Okay. okay, fucking Still, 15, Kellyanne 000. over here. Do oh. not call me that. That's what it, it said, 108. That's a fact. That's it what I fact. said. I got it right. Did you see it in theater? No, I never saw a single paranormal activity. I've never, You're actually I haven't good. either, because I don't give a shit. Um, a lot of people did, apparently. My buddy was in the third one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that great for your buddy who none of us yeah. fucking know? Did you know that John saw movies at South by Southwest before anybody else got a chance to? What? Oh my god. Holy shit. I did. It was great. Can I get your they're autograph? Jealous. That's why they're saying That's that. why everybody I loves see, John Reisinger. I got to see Baby Driver, and I got to see... John, you're making one. it worse for yourself. I don't care. You I got really to see are, those yeah. movies. Can you I, got to see, I got to see James McAvoy in person, and he's very pretty. Wow. You did not get to see cool. life, though. Also, Charlize Theron is... Just jaw dropping in, like, li- in real life. How do you pronounce her name? Wait, did you know that? That she's good looking? Oh my god. What? No, like not. Some people in real life oh, some are people not in as real glamorous. Life? Oh, what? Uh, like blind people don't know that she's good looking? Is that True. what you're trying to say? Why do you always go that route? Because blind motherfuckers are the see only her. people who can even acknowledge that she's gorgeous. Comprehend that. Saw a movie about a blind guy? And people that have. Was Alzheimer's. it at South by Southwest, John? Yeah, it was uh, Andrew uh, Bradley Jackson's. Um, Andrew Bradley Jackson. Wow. Andrew Bradley Jackson. Did oh my God! I think he was a president. Holy wasn't he? shit! Andrew yeah, Bradley Jackson. He was. Yeah, hated Next Indians, <laughs> but a damn good president. Andrew Jackson hated Indians. Hated Indians, but damn good president. Uh, okay, this is crazy. Paranormal Activity Four. The budget was five million. That's way more than I thought. They, they, you know, they had up the budget a lot when they got to the fourth one. Two hundred forty million. Ooh, you're going high. Going high. He won last round though. He should have gone. Well, because he cheated. So what do you got? Two hundred forty million. It's a strategy. Um, get your fucker finger away from my face. Um, pointing at your chest. Like, I'm gonna say 101 million. 100. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna split the difference. 150 million. Ooh. That was not as. But even then, we all lost. That's ten times the budget. That's still ten times the budget, but it's for a fourth, a shitty fourth, and they've made six of those. Isn't that how much we made Laser Team for? How much did Laser Team make? No one knows. (laughs) Did they make money? Did Laser Team make money? Oh my god. Did anybody pay to go see it? Um. You're fired. I'm probably fired. I had to pay a cab ride to the Paramount to go see it, so technically I, I paid to see it. I wasn't working here. I drove up to Boston. Did people pay for tickets for that showing? I know people paid for tickets when it got showed at like the Alamos and stuff. I did. 
I spent money. I saw it at an AMC Lowe's in Boston. Yeah, people did, because people did go to the premiere. I remember, because we went to San Antonio. No, not you and me. I went with someone else. Um, but we went to San Antonio. Oh, no shit, you went to San Antonio, man? San Antonio. Not to brag, went to San Antonio. Wow. What's next? Purge. <laughs> Ooh, three million. I'm going to see. Come on. God, this movie's We're waiting for it to change. <laughs> What's it, what it makes, Andy? Uh, I'm going to say 62 million. How many Trump voters are there? <laughs> they, no, that was the third one. No, I know, but they're pay, they pay to see this. Oh, wait, no, that's all know. of them, because it was about... It was 240 about, million. Nah, I'd say 80 million. I'm giving shit like Avatar. That was, that was actually close. Still, 3 million 60, to 64 million. I said 62, I think. Ouija, the first one, right? It's called Ouija. <laughs> Is it called Ouija? Ouija. Ouija? Ouija. You fucking read. Uh, I got it right. I'm going to guess 60 million. 75 million. 75-1. Fuck you. What to make? Hey. Oh, okay. Let's talk about why these movies make this money. Why do these low-budget, don't-get-any-awards-recognition movies make this much money pretty consistently? And if you go down the line of those, like, we, they showed that. Like, in Paranormal Activity 1 to Paranormal Activity 4, still making a great amount of, of a profit. Same with Purge all the way down to all of its sequels. Insidious is the same thing. I think uh, there's, a, there's a lot of reasons. I, I kind of said earlier that I think that the great horror movies, number one thing they do is they stay in their lane. And it, it doesn't need uh, all this, this, uh, the, these intricate things, these bells and whistles. When you talk about Halloween, all Halloween was was a slow-moving man in a William Shatner mask. And that it was a William Shatner mask, it turned yeah. into a legend. And that was the same model as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the same model as Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th. It was more about the story. And I the just so tell me. So tell me, else. why does the simple formula? What is that? How does that aid the? How does that make it a better movie? Just because it's simple doesn't mean it can be better. But why does the simplicity make it something that people will go see more? Because I'm in. A, I'm always in the opinion with my movies that less is less is better. Mm-hmm. Less is more. Less is more. Less is more. Especially with these movies, that it's really about how they are shot. You know how how the acting is. You know we think of horror sometimes as like in, in an action realm, and those are the horror movies that fail. Yeah. When there's a ton of stuff going on and special effects, and oh my god. Like we talked about it like yeah. last week with Jaws. Yeah, and exactly. And how that made that into I don't know. It was probably going to be like a, similar to an action movie into a horror movie. Right, and it's because it's, they couldn't show the shark as much. Right, it's and a, like mysterious, ambiguous. You don't really see it coming. Same thing, you know, with you know Friday the Thirteenth and, and Freddy and Michael. I will say that for. Uh, I don't know, it was like four or five months ago now, but I just recently saw it for the first time ever, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That movie is legitimately horrifying oh, to this day. Terrifying. Like, all we watch Halloween, it's like, it's not scary because it just looks like ketchup and it's just like terrible. I mean, it's, it's still a, it's a classic and it's, I still love it, but it, it, it's not horrifying at all. I was legitimately, like, scared watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was horrifying. Because they, they understand the simplicity and... What terrifies you in day-to-day? For instance, one of the scariest scenes in Texas Chainsaw Massacre is when they first enter in the house, and you hear from a back room, and then the guy goes to investigate, gets fucking slammed on the head by Leatherface, and then a metal door just shuts home. And it's those simple things where Michael Myers, like you see a dark silhouette in a doorway, that's what scares us at home. It's not some alien ripping all of our limbs right. off at the same time. That doesn't scare me at all. That don't, I, I don't care how simple things like, like... the initial jump scare maybe, but then after I'm just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. We're apart. talking about Psycho, one of the original horror films. It was just... In the shower. A guy with a knife. Yeah. And think about that. We all think about that sometimes when you're showering, you're shampooing your hair, and you close your eyes, you're like, I could get... Like, somebody could just you're fucking... You're super vulnerable. You have nowhere yeah, to go. Nowhere to go. Psycho it's so simple things. Psycho only has, like... 
I want to say like maybe three kills in the entire. And film. it's not it's but not bloody. Meaningful kills though. The meaningful. Yeah. So you and now you imagine the like terror of being in the you. shower and somebody just stabbing you with a knife. That's horrifying. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, then what? Uh, I'll bounce you, off you. Do you ever watch Bates Motel? It's a pretty good show. No, I, I, I wanted to it's get into it. Really it's actually really good. I'm a season. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a season Vera, behind. Vera Farm. Farm. Oh, fucking departed chick. Farmagera. So fucking Farmagera. hot. Yeah, she's really hot. She's really great. Plays. She's not a fucking cop though. And she's not a no fucking cop. But yeah, and the kid who plays Norman Bates is really good at it too. Yeah. Great ensemble cast. Bates is good. Uh, really good show. The simplicity, I'll say, allows for an audience that A, knows what they're seeing and knows that there's a consistency to what they're going to go see. That there's, as long as the movie stays in the formula and, they, and this audience knows they like the horror films, then they know they're going to go see a movie they like. Some of these more obscure, uh, I mean, even like the big budget uh, uh, superhero movies or action movies, some people like, you know, it could go off the rails and it could go in a weird direction and it could not have anything I like in it. But... Simple horror film with an easy premise to follow. I know what I'm in for. Mm-hmm. I'll give my money over for it because I want to go see it. Well, it's usually a simple concept mm-hmm. that you know popcorn I mean, munchers that's... can get behind. I'm not like, I guess that sounds derogatory. Popcorn, popcorn munchers. munchers does sound. It's like it's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is. It's true because even the most you, you want to call minded. If you set up the framework for a movie and you, and you tell people what the world is and you set it up for them and you give them basic rules to follow, then your movie's going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of horror. Well, for films the most do. part, horror movies are. For the most part, grounded. I mean, the, yeah. the Very, Purge. Yeah. Did we watch the first Purge together or just the second? And third we just together? watched. I did. I, well, we. I think. No, we, we watched just, all of them together. I don't think we did. I think we just watched the. There's third no one. way I watched the Purge on my own. You watched the Purge on your own because I haven't seen it in a while. You watched the second Purge on your own, but I bought the second Purge for you by accident. We uh, wanted to watch the third. Right. You did. You queued up for us to watch it and it started playing. And it was the like the Purge too, and I was like, well, "This is a mistake." <laughs> um, you guys are like the modern day Bert and Ernie. It's like we know you're gay, <laughs> but you're not like Al. We are. I think so. We it's are fun. like the Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bert, I bought you Purge. You want to fuck? <laughs> Like that's basically what's going no, on. No, we actually well, haven't hung out in quite a while. Uh, but but, we, but the purge is just, lay those rumors to rest. They're true, just but a, you know they're still rumors. It's a bottle episode movie that just takes place basically in that one person's home, and it's like okay, they're in the home. People want to get in the home. That's the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Halloween. Yeah. This dude just wants to kill his sister. That's it, and we don't know why. We and were, he was the Halloween was that movie was unbelievable. Also. I don't know if modern-day horror films, they still haven't figured out this, which is the score. Because the score from your childhood, when we're talking about... And then the Halloween, the Halloween theme piano, really I can't, it, you can't, that never leaves I'll you. I'll say this, I, I, can't, I can't recall Get Out's I can't think of music. No, I can't at all. But you know who did do that well? And it wasn't horror films, but he did make suspense films. It was M. Night's early films. Because I would say okay. the score of like uh, Unbreakable signs, and Signs, Signs score. Spot, signs is very recognizable. Uh, kind of resonates. That really high tension. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Not to get super off topic, but to think. That's another show we make. Um, another modern composer I think that sticks with me is like everything Hans Zimmer ever composes. It's like oh, mostly yeah. everything Hans Zimmer ever makes. It's like I, like I will see a movie if I don't know the director, but I know Hans Zimmer is doing the score. I was like, I'll see that movie. But yeah, the old, old, I mean, Friday the 13th score, Halloween score, even Psycho. Exactly. That. Um, and there's something to the grittiness and um, kind of the skewed perspective that you got in older horror films because of the low budget making. They weren't these polished, uh, beautiful looking films. They're dark 
you know, and it's gritty, it's gritty, grindy, like looking through it. Uh, lights. Like it's like you're viewing it through plexiglass, and that almost adds this? into it. Well, that's paranormal activity. Was apparently that's why it's so cheap. Yeah, you were gonna say which was the same way. Maybe I was. Uh, no, I actually like. I really like paranormal activity one, two, and three. I did not see four. Um, and but I just don't like ghosts. Like I mean, I'm not freaked out. I just think they're stupid. So I never like. Yeah, I love. Well, see, one. Blair Witch. I mean, you haven't seen it yet. It's really. It's kind of about ghosts, but it's it's really why it works so but well. Is it like ambiguous? Like it could yes. be up to it interpretation. It could be what you it, want it to be, right. and at the end, it's it about is something. Foe. Yes. Okay. Um, it's it's. Uh, Did you see the sequel? Do they address any of that in the sequel? I didn't see the. Was sequel. it a sequel? It was a sequel, not a or reboot. A soft right? reboot. Sure. I thought it was like a soft reboot. Yeah. Slash did anybody sequel? here see the new Blair Witch? No one saw it. No. Yeah. Peyton did. Why are you making bad choices, Peyton? I thought it was. I, I heard it was pretty decent. Oh, was it? I got. I'm, I'm just. Why totally are you making good decisions, Peyton? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It was good and it, it, it was. Uh, it was groundbreaking for you know what it did. That found footage. And you know, there's been very to few the films. point where people thought it was a documentary. Right. Exactly. And I don't think a lot of films have been able to successfully replicate that. A few have. You know, when we talk about the Cloverfields, uh, I think one of the most underrated. Paranormal Activity did a pretty good job. You knew it was a documentary. is okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. One of my favorites, though, that got bastardized by America, which is what we do with a lot of uh, films and TV shows, is Wreck. I don't know if you've ever seen Wreck. No. Wreck is a 2007 Spanish film. Oh, I couldn't film. watch that because someone breaks the wrist violently and I can't. Ooh, it's, it's awesome. It's Wreck is a 2007 Spanish film. Mm -hmm. uh, found footage in a sense. Uh, and it's about zombies, but it's not, and it's fucking terrifying. Well, I watched it's the basically, American version, I should say. Yeah, the American version was trash. I think okay. it was called Quarantine. Uh, it was awful. Uh, Wreck is great, and it is found footage. Uh, it's perspective of a news crew mm. that is trying to document a uh, firefighter station, and like nothing's going on. And then they get a call about an old woman freaking out in an apartment. So they go check it out, mm -hmm. and then it turns into this terrifying ordeal. And you, there's aspects of religion in it. And Satan, zombies, loves that. like uh, maybe the apocalypse is about to happen. Genius film. I was also thinking, I, ha I know I do what you're talking about. I did see Quarantine, and that also is grossing me out. But I was thinking of VHS, which is another kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. footage movie. Yeah, I it's never saw like that. adamant audience for some of the, like VHS is one that I've never seen. The v there's, It's a series, right? There's several of them. There's two. I mean, there's, um, there's two on Netflix. But uh, it's one of those those movies that shows up on a lot of the movie blogs that I follow, but I know nothing about. But it seems like there's an avid audience for those those yeah. kinds of B-movie yeah. horror films that people just love to love. So we should actually talk about Get Out, uh, since we're going to talk about it. One last thing about... Should we talk about Kong? Because no one, everyone's upset that we never talked <laughs> like about Kong. But there's about a Kong. big monkey on a goddamn island with other big things, and then there's you a blonde a chick that wants to banana. fuck the money, and a gag with a banana, banana in the tailpipe, and then they everybody fucking dies. There's Kong. No, everyone doesn't fucking die. Oh, uh, Samuel Jackson. Twas beauty that killed the beast. Why you guys, we oh, now we have to alert. say that. Oh, Samuel Jackson dies? God Is it badass, though, the way he dies? Yeah, it is. It's a good moment. Um, also, some guy gets fucking slapped. He sucked on my dingus. I watched that last night. Good. Hateful Eight. Um, I love that. That comes out of left field. Last thing about why I think these movies can do so well. <laughs> love Sam. Is that they know their demographic. One, their demographic is often a younger crowd that will go see these uh, all the time because... White people who never leave their houses. Because I think it makes the younger crowd feel like an adult a little bit. That again, to go see an adult thing. Um, but also, it's a good date movie. Is horror films? Oh, horror movies oh, yeah, because, get no. you laid every time because they're afraid. And they'll Someone grab in the comment section said they got laid after watching Milk. Yeah, but they're straight. Yeah, it was just, it was a straight guy Not got nailed by just, a straight girl after watching Milk. It, it was interesting. Yeah. But horror films. And then he milked on her. 
Maybe Get Out isn't the best example of that kind of film, but I'd say a lot of these horror films are great. Go to, go to date. I, I mean, say, we if, banged after we saw it. So much. Here, I will preface this. If you are an interracial couple, which you two are not, uh, I don't know if that's a good date movie to go take your girlfriend to go see Get Out. Especially if you're a white woman and you're dating a black man. Yeah. That, that might be a little... Oh, man, I would funny. love to talk would, with some people. I would love to see the reactions after that, like, if we could film that. Like, oh, man. So what do you think about that movie? movie. Like, That'd be so funny to see interviews of that after or, seeing the movie. You know, there's, or, there's conversations about it. what if it's a white family reunion and they bang the black boyfriend and they all go see the movie? Oh, shit. It's the exact same thing. It is the exact same the thing. Movie. Oh, my God. Great. Yeah, so like I said before, I was right about the black people. I yeah. knew it. Uh, Get Out was awesome. Why was Get Out awesome? Tyler, go. Get Out. I love movies. Why'd you you like it? I talked. Fuck that one reviewer made it 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck you. Why was that 100? It was at 100 forever. And it has one negative review. Um, Fuck you and your opinions. I'm very much a fan of people who, because in this day of, of entertainment, it's really just recycle. You know, we rinse and repeat. But people are able to take something that's been done before and then make it their own. And I think that's what uh, Jordan Peele was able to do in this movie. Nothing under the sun, but we can we right, can But he things. took took the model of other great horror films, thriller films, and he made it into his own. When the film started, I was automatically hooked because the uh, the sequence when they are going through the woods with the light blue title uh, text for Get Out and everything else, that is exactly The Shining. That is literally how The Shining Uh, opened up its movie with Jack and his family going through these creepy woods into Mm -hmm. an unknown area, Uh, this blue text and this eerie fucking music, and it makes you very Had a good tone set at the beginning, yeah. Right, and it was very simplistic. Black guy, white girlfriend, want to meet my white parents, have hesitations, let's go do this. Introduces the, uh, it's quick hits, introduces the the sidekick, the TSA guy. That was the guy that was best. Fucking part of the movie. Um, so goddamn funny. Real quick, another movie of the same genre that does a really good job of setting the tone immediately, which I think is a good uh, uh, aspect of these horror films, is It Follows. Oh, I was about to say It Follows. It Follows the, the opening the, scene the of It Follows with the girl it. in the heels. It's single one single shot. tracking shot. She runs out of the house, and then she runs back into the it's house. It's a moving tracking shot, the, too. Yeah, I mean, like, She gets in the car and drives away. Oh. Yeah. Great, good. great way to, horror movies do a good job when they start off and give you, it's almost like Bond films, where you, you give people a sense of the tone. Oh, the opening scene of every Bond yeah. film, yeah. It's like it has nothing to do with the Get plot. Out has that. And Get Out it does a, a, a very, uh, it's, it's a very difficult thing to market a horror film and not give away your secret. Mm-hmm. And Get Out had a very difficult task in doing that, and I, I thought heard... they did it really well because, I, I mean, I told you before I was right because I was right about the black people. Uh, being the white people and the white people being the black people. I knew there was something there with the black people. Not, uh, not in that bad way, but in, like in a good way. Like, because they're they, the white hole. people are the bad guys. White people are always bad guys. When you see white people, that's not good because they're bad. Um, <laughs> and everything, like historically. <laughs> Anywho. You want to play a game? Let's play a game, see if all of that makes it into the final cut. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> but it, it had a hard job of hiding what it was going to be, and the slow burn of what the movie ends up becoming is great. It's simplistic. Yeah, it kept you guessing um, all the way to the end. And even though you could say it's a plot hole like Catherine Keener, spoiler alert, she's really that strong of a like uh, hypnotist that she could really do this. But it's like, I can get it. I can it's run with it. It's the teacup. It does it. And, and I can run with the... Uh, the, the ASMR. I was kind of entranced yeah, by it. i got to like, be honest. Like the grandma, grandfather thing. Uh, My biggest problem is, like, why, were the, why were the grandma and grandfather working on the house? My guess, because I, I questioned I, this. I thought yeah, it was, was maybe because for p- keep up appearances. Yeah, that's that's only really thing is that they were going to be in town, and they lived there with them, and so they have to have a reason why they're there. So, keep up appearances. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's why, like, when when Grandma uh, in the in the black woman's body uh, messes up at like the lunch, and she tells her to go take a rest. Yeah, it's because maybe like she's not used to doing that. And she realized you need to go take oh, a rest. I never thought that of that. Okay. Yeah, it was way too sincere. And why was Grandpa out running at night? It's because he enjoys his new body, but couldn't do it during the day, and so he wanted to just enjoy running yeah. at that night. That makes sense. Yeah. There's subtle, so, subtle things here and there in that movie, and I want to go back and watch it because uh, there's. Because even Grandma of is like out at night, look like enjoying how she looks. That's true. Yeah, she's like admiring herself in the mirror. And so the. The terrifying prospect, and it's not even really about a white or black thing at the end of this movie. It's really about, could you imagine your life watching it through basically a movie screen in a theater by yourself forever? And this other person controlling who you are. Oh my that god, prospect yeah. is terrifying. That had nothing to do with race. Um, but it's very John I hate when I watch it was, TV it shows or three, so that's like yeah. hell. And could you imagine doing that? And you see the ramifications at the end of the movie where uh, uh, the uh, it wasn't grandfather, it was the other guy. That ends up shooting himself in the head because no, grand, grandpa shoots. Was it grandpa? Yeah. Okay, ends up shooting himself because the hell that he's lived through. Yeah, that he has been having. Like, could you imagine? I being think fully it was. I think, yeah, I think it was a realization. And I think they any any of them that came out of that trance, there mm-hmm. you could see that they know it was temporary. Getting on the trance was temporary, and so that's why he knew he needed. To and having that himself. edge of freedom, it reminded me of a movie uh, that really shook me to my core called uh, *The Diving Bell and the Butterfly*. I don't know if you've ever seen. I it. know of it, never saw it. Um, it's a true story, and I'm paraphrasing here. A true story about a 1970s. Were you right about for, the black uh, people in this movie, though? Yeah, okay. I don't know if there was black people in this movie. Uh, but a 1970s editor for Vogue, uh, true story of a 40-year-old man who had a stroke that left him with locked-in syndrome. Yeah. Where he was fully conscious. Yeah. Okay. But no control over his body. Ew. Uh, that was based on a real story, right? Real story, yeah. because he wrote the book, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, and okay. he had one eye sewn shut because it got an infection and literally created an alphabet with the help of uh, nurses to write this book. Wow. So could you imagine being fully there, not being able to do anything, and that's what I felt. Is he paralyzed? Out. He can't do anything? Nothing. Yeah, fully paralyzed, fully conscious as you and me are right now, but could not do anything. Oh, and that's a, that's the terrifying part about Get Out and how and it's simple. It's just so it's simplistic. It's simplistic. They don't need this sophisticated way. They bring you in and they make you believe these characters and what they're doing, and that's why you're hooked. And that's it was why great it's so visually successful. too. Yeah. How he like sinks to the ground, then he's like falling. And creating through. this new world, the sunken yeah. place is like yeah. mm-hmm. <sighs> the sunken God. place was good. It was amazing. Peel, you talked about the TSA agent. He Peel also did a really good job considering his. What he's known for, Key and Peele, and and their their history, and he was able to sell a horror film with some comedic relief that didn't detract from the film. No, nope. some of the best. I'm not a laugh out loud person. You guys know me for a while. I don't LOL at anything in movies, even if it's really funny. Like even if it shows, <laughs> the sex I love. slave things is hilarious. Yeah, like I like uh, sex slaves. Yeah, I mean when he's talking about Jeffrey Dahmer and just like That's the Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I lost my shit. Yeah. It was that was the funniest fucking thing I've seen in a long, long time. That was good. It was the it was great comic the writing relief and the that delivery, you needed. Just fantastic. Uh, um, what's her okay. name? Allison Williams was just oh she. Did such a good, good job. Perfect. Good That's so a crazy so white she woman. Girl, she was a girlfriend, right? Yeah. Yeah. She, Everybody like in that, that movie was great. Which when happened? She's so fucking hot. Oh, and she's on the bed just eating the, just eating her little M and M's and looking up collegiate athletes. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. And then the brother was the guy who I liked the most. I where? Who the fuck are you? And I want you in more. Who is that guy? Uh, he was he was great crazy. He was amazing. He, um, yeah. But get out. Just to kind of wrap up a little bit of what we're saying is it, it's it's those surprise hits. Low budget. Even Get Out, like I said at the top, what, how much what was the budget? Uh, five, 4.5 million. 4.5 okay. million. It's all it cost, um, which I'm sure the majority of that probably went to casting. Because they did have some, like Bradley Whitford and mm-hmm. Alison Williams. Catherine Keener is kind of a, that's a big uh, Catherine case. Keener, yeah. So these so. are people that probably took a little so bit of the that. the guy with the stapler? 
from Office Space. What's his guy? Like, what's that guy's name? He was in it too. Oh, uh, Shot at one location. That guy was in it. Fuck me in the asshole. Oh Love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Later, but yeah. You know. uh, he was the one so who was blind. The time for that. Uh, yeah, the blind guy who was the art who was so, the art dealer. So he was also blind in another movie, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's just it's a business structure that that works. I don't know why like this isn't something that everyone is taking part in. Low risk, high reward. I mean yep. that's what they've always been. Is that uh, let's take a simple premise, see if it can't scare people. That's and why like if a horror movie we'll doesn't see. do well, it's not a big of a deal yeah. because it costs nothing to make. And that's where it's like you know we talk about Shaman. You kind of got to. Bloomhouse makes a gem in the holograms. Yes. Which they made. <laughs> oh, what did that get? Five million budget, two point three million box office. <laughs> Whoops. But. Right before it was Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, which I think was the fifth or sixth series. that was series. a spin-off, or was it... A, Ten million budget, 78. That was like the Tokyo Drift in the franchise. I kind of what was that movie called? Ghost, ghost, in the, ghost in the Shell or something? No, no, Paranormal Activity, The, the what? Ghost the Ghost Dimension. Oh, The Ghost Dimension. Weren't the ghosts already in that dimension? Because isn't that how that entire thing fucking started? Who's a genius who came up with that fucking it title? Made money. The vi- oh, The Visit was also Bloomhouse. Fucking pop the other Sham- uh, Shyamalan one? Ghost- Shyamalan. Ghosts are in their dim- dimension. Oh my god. With ghosts. Even though that's what the first I still haven't seen The Visit, but I've heard good to mixed things. We had mixed feelings about it. About The Visit? There's yeah. a scene with the poop. I don't like that poop scene. Bad. I don't like Bad poopy. You don't like poopy? Scene. I don't like poop. I like I poopy. I'm sold on this genre. I, I, I was, I, growing up, I wasn't big on this. It was really Paranormal Activity. It might have been one of the first. Like, that sold into the horror? You got, yeah. You're so late to the party with things. I mean, I love you and respect you as a friend and a brother, but you're so goddamn. I know, and I feel bad for you. I, I'm not like bitching at you. I just feel bad because no. my entire childhood, that was it was all just. Dude, movies. I didn't watch Pulp Fiction but, until maybe five years ago. Oh really? Yeah. It's nuts, man, I saw it when I was like 14, and I did. It's. I don't know. I, have, I, was I can't lucky say anything because there's a little shit ton of movies I haven't yeah. seen. But like horror films, like. Uh, I, we're gonna talk, I heard that, and we're gonna talk about that here in two seconds, my god. Um, we just go through the list of movies that I haven't seen from the 80s. But horror films when you're a kid are great because you scare yourself when you, you weren't ready for these films. Halloween terrified me to a core yeah. that for three years, in my teenage years, I kept a trash can propped up against my bedroom door just in case if Michael came in, would hear it. I would have a chance to uh, try and escape. That's how fucked up that movie ex- made. He said escape. Uh, I will say. You ask me a question. Last little, ask you a question. Last little story. Paranormal activity. Same experience, but as an adult, a married man. You pussy. Uh, we watched it, paranormal activity together, in our house, in our bed, at around midnight in the dark, and that entire film takes place. Up until right now, I know. Now I know you're not talking about Tyler when you said in your house, in your bed, because the room. Right, I said when I was married. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Part. So there we go. Uh, I broke up the marriage. And then, true. and then. You know, the movie ended and we're stuck in our very old house that made noises and everything like that and did not sleep very well that night. That's the best. See, I live in the darkness. I'm like Bane, all right? <laughs> and whenever I have a girlfriend, which is sometimes, you know, or, you know I'm shacking up with somebody uh, and they're using me, I um, will hide during scary movies. Like, like you watch a scary movie and they're like, honey, I'm going to- That gonna MLB go. show money? Yeah, that MLB show money. <laughs> and it's like, hey, honey, I'm going to go <laughs> downstairs. You should watch that. <laughs> MLB, show, MLB the show show coming out next week. Um, you go downstairs, get like Bruce a glass of water. Roosty.com slash the show show. Um, like go downstairs or go, get, like I'm gonna get, hey, you want some water? So I'm gonna go get some water real quick and then don't come back. And like I will hide downstairs <laughs> giggling like a little okay, girl. Let's, we, gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Uh, um, best B movie that you want people to watch? Best B movie? Just one, just one. Just, just a, good, a good, good recommendation. True romance. B horror movie? That's uh, not horror. Well, there's some terrifying. We're talking about B horror movies. Uh, B horror movies. Yeah. Halloween two. 
Halloween 2. Halloween 2? Halloween 2. 1 and 2 are like Alien and Aliens. They're both okay. great. Andy? I wasn't prepared for this. I'll go mine. Okay. Babadook. Not a lot of people Ooh. saw it. Really great movie. Uh, New Zealand, either New Zealand or Australian made. I can't remember. Ba ba do. Ba. I don't like that. I don't like that. Do. You got a suggestion? Uh, it follows. I was gonna. That was good. I was. I was gonna say either Baba Duke or. Army of Darkness. We only no, did one. Army of Darkness. Before we get the comments, I gotta say, not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high quality ingredients—they make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. And for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Talk about Blue Apron a lot. Love them. You can choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes, they're not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com enjoy. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals at Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com enjoy. Okay, we're going to close out the show with a quick two minutes of comment replies. Uh, Andy, we'll yell at the comments. Feel free to reply to them. You were on last week's episode. So I was. Uh, it's actually relevant. Um, so, two minutes on the clock. We got that? We got a handful of the positives. I'm going to come up behind Andy. <laughs> there you All go. right, here we go. Go for it, Tyler. Uh, here, this comes from uh, Lucky Simon. The fact that you don't have the blob on there, he's talking about our top 10 movies uh, list, uh, is a tragedy. It's an awesome practical effects monster, uh, and it's a concept that has been uh, parodied for decades. The reason it's been parodied is because the blob was not scary. Yeah. It was really stupid. It scared me as a kid. Yeah. As an adult rewatching oh, it, it's really How do I get dumb, away yeah. from the blog? Just walk over there. Well, that's um, a little okay. but it's scary. <laughs> Favorite, uh, Allison Mack, that's fun. Uh, said favorite monster movie Hellboy. Fight me, I'm not even sorry. I I love Hellboy. I would not say that's a monster that's movie. Not a monster. I would say Pan's Labyrinth, but we never talked. A little about bit that. more yeah. monster movie than Hellboy. Yeah, I would agree. All right, the art of the car chase. Uh, this comes from uh, Adam and Tilly's. You could discuss the best car chases from Bullet. Awesome. Uh, the Fast franchise, Bond movies, uh, yeah. you know, the Bourne movies. Ooh, that's a good. Those are my. So. Those are my favorite yeah. aspects Maybe, of action movies. Are yeah. the car car chases. Yes, yeah. uh, that's great. We I'll, will do that. For I like sure. that. Um, Two Way Up South said, The Mummy was my favorite film. Got it on Blu-ray recently and watched it and still love it. Brandon Fraser, Rachel Weisz, John Hanna, and Arnold Vosloo are amazing in that movie. I actually agree. I really, really enjoy The Mummy. I do, I, it might be campy and horrible. I haven't rewatched it very, very recently. I love that movie. It was good. It's something. Oh, come on. It's Brandon Fraser at his greatest. It's something. All right, here we go. Uh, it says, This is one of my favorite RT shows. That comes in from Applause. Well, tell people about it. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Is it using your alternate account again? Yeah. Uh, DC Can 2 said, my good pick would be Gareth Edwards' Monsters, uh, and an ugly one is The Mist. I, I love The Mist. I put that, on, I put that on the list. You guys like The Mist. Very I don't like The Mist. I love Monsters, though. Great, uh, low-budget monster That ending is so film. heartbreaking. Um, oh, 10 seconds. All right, here we go. We have somebody asking about uh, some movies we need to do. Uh, Anti-Christmas movies, Grillman's, Iron Man 3, Die Hard. Movies that take place at Christmas but aren't actually Christmas. The fuck, fuck you say about Die Hard? Not if a Christmas movie? If this show makes it to Christmas, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. Go watch Yippee the poster. Yippee-ki-yay, you um, motherfucker. Yippee-ki-yay. Okay. Greatest Christmas movie of all time. That was a fun show. Thanks for uh, talking horror movies with me, guys. I appreciate it. I had Just fun. Just remember, I was right about the black people. Just remember to enjoy the show, and Tyler was right about the Watch the people. post show. I think I'll talk about my penis and ejaculations. Who knows? Bye. It hasn't happened yet.